February 17, 2022. It's a lot for Pedro Show. I was like religion, man. I was always, I was, I was disappointed when I found uh, how many your listeners here were. Uh, you were disappointed? Yeah. Oh, wait. I was not really disappointed. I don't know what they When I saw there were so many religions and how uh, opposed some were to the next and so forth, you know, I was uh, through up my head. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. It's, I was kind of confused. And I just couldn't believe that, uh, that, that every one guy could be right, and because he's right, somebody else got to be wrong. You know, if he is right, and all vice versa. You know? Well, do you think there's any kind of a chance of, of all the religions that there are actually being tied in with with one another? And by that I mean. Uh, regardless of what they they say or what they think, that the basic things that are involved in their religions are all actually tied in with the basic things that the next guy believes and the next guy believes and so on down the line. And that through history, through time, and through people acting on religions, they have tried to say, well, what I've got is right and what you've got is wrong because you call yourself this and I call myself that. And the, the, the people have actually changed the the face of religion, so to speak. But the basic things involved are all pretty much the same. Sure, I think you know, I think the basic things would bring them all together, man. If, they, if it was just if there was anybody to say, well, get together. In other words, then you would like to see something like a universal type religion where. Instead of there being all these differences and, and one guy knocking the next because he's yeah, it should be. a different faith. This should be something like uh, this. If there is something basic to all of them, then they should all get together. Yeah, it should be. I think so. It should be that way. But like when you, when you study, like you see what these people say about good, you know, philosophers, because when they start talking about good and bad, man, they take those two words and go so far with it, man. It could be a complicated thing. Well, I think... But it, it's got to be simple. I mean, really, to, to, uh, to really uh, get some good out of it, to really realize something, you got to make it simple. And I, I think religion, they, they, they pretty well... They've got it, they've got it made, if they can get together. Because I don't... When they say what they preach is good, I mean, it seems good to me.
Squat for Pedro show. Happy Thursday. It's not Friday, but we're doing the show today. We start off with August Bloom talking to John. We're Coltrane. ahead of the curve as normal, Mike. <laughs> you can tell people I'm not man alone because the wonder, wonderful invention of those Estonian software engineers with their Skype invention. I got it's deja vu all over again. Mark Stewart talking to me from London. Welcome aboard again, Mark. Thank you, Skipper. Yeah, absolute. And I got to tell the people, we started the show off with August Bloom talking to John Coltrane about religion in 1958. And then Mark Stewart, myself, and KK with the Grant Hart cover, All My Senses. Yeah, welcome aboard, Mark. So you got a new record coming out. That is true, my friend. And who's on it? My favorite American. <laughs> Okay. Are we allowed to prod are we allowed to plug our own product? Yeah, of course. Like soap operas? <laughs> of course. You can do it. In fact, that's why we got the rebound here. So we, we can talk about this stuff. Tell me about this record. What makes it a different Mark Stewart record? Well, the craziest thing is I a couple of years ago I did I did a record called Politics of Envy when I just kind of reached out to people who were like my heroes, like Kenneth Anger and Richard Hell and people from Jesus and the Mary Chain and blah, blah. In England, we say it's like a testimonial for a sports star or something, right? <laughs> but then, you know, when the, but then, like, you know, you know, when all the people come out from your career or whatever, but then there was, there's these, you know, there's these, there's something developing when, like, rappers get, like, five names of other people. There's something going on with the robots, Right. When all these people kind of guest with each other, Kanye West and all these names. And something happens when you you pull in other people's traffic on 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 Spotify and the algorithms and stuff. Right. OK. And during these lockdown, it gave me a moment. You know what it's like. It gave you me a moment just to kind of reappraise and and hook up with loads of people I haven't hooked up with. I'm in a room full of boxes, boxes up to, to the ceiling of just like artwork ideas and like mad phone numbers from people you've met on the road or mates that you never get, got a chance to hook back up with, right? Right. And, for example, Consolidated, I loved back in the day when we were doing, like, Tackhead and those noisy kind of early kind of veneer of democracy sort of hip-hoppy things with Keith LeBlanc and stuff. Consolidated, and there was another crew Doug called... Doug Wimbish. M yeah, there was another crew called MC 90 Foot Jesus. They were making slamming beats. And a crew called the Beatniks as well, who went on to become, anyway, Michael Franti. There was, there was, there was enclaves of people who were mixing post-punk with hip-hop very, very uh, Spearhead, early. right? He, he's from the yeah. city, U.S. guy, yeah. Okay. Nice guys, right? So yeah. suddenly I just, and, and so I had all these kind of things I was kind of working on. And, I, you know, me and you had always talked about doing something. Absolutely. And a couple of my friends had died. There's this extreme noise crew from Finland called Pansonic, and Mika from that lot died. Oh, and shit. I cleared with his estate to finish off some of the work. My friend from Cabaret Voltaire died. Right. Right. But but I was already working with the other guy, the singer. So it's I'm calling it verses. So it's it's each track is a standalone thing of like me versus Mike Watts versus KK Null, which you've just played, right? Yep, right. KK Null is the most extreme noise. They call it Jack Noise. He had this band called Zenny Giva back in the day that was just full on like Lou Reed's Metal Machine music. I love it. Right? <laughs> yeah. I had the 8-track. So, okay. I, I had the 8-track of that. What, you what, played uh, it in the car. <laughs> I didn't play it in the car, but I played that. Yeah. M when I was young, 
eight tracks. You still was the, are young, it was Mike. The, okay, on. when I was more young, uh, there was eight tracks. That's what I first yeah, I got. That. Like you sent in a dime to Columbia Records, and they sent you ten of them. Oh yeah, well you were in one of those music clubs. Right, that's right. right. That's right. Uh, what and, else did you get then, as part of the ten? Well, uh, one was Cream. It was an anthology of Cream, and it was uh, very uh, influential on me. That's where I've bass guitar, right? Jack Bruce, I owe him everything. Oh, my God. I've just done a version of Born Under a Brad Sign. It's madness. And his work with Graham Bond. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right, you're Jack Bruce, man. Vernon, Vernon from Living Colour loves Jack sure. Bruce. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I can see. Uh, D- Doug Wimbus is playing with Vernon, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, man, uh, Jack Bruce. And then later on, I found out about James Jamerson and, you know, Larry Graham, but He's Larry the first Graham, guy I just listened me... to Tower of Power just now, man. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but Sly too, right? Oh, Graham Central Station. Sorry, yeah. not Tower of Power. Graham yeah. Central Station was his own band after he left Sly, right? Yeah, amazing. I love it. He I did used some to dance stuff that. La- uh, later on I'm, with Prince I know also. bass. I know bass from, like, funk, from, like, heavy funk. Sure, you sure, know. sure, sure. And, of course, everybody should. But I'm, I'm, I'm telling you the, 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 the facts about Mike Watt history, it was Jack Bruce. Yeah, good. For, for me, you know, I just, he gave it a voice. I could, you know, and then I could, I could hear James Jamerson in every Motown song. But yeah. so, for some reason, he pointed it out. I couldn't hear it on the Creedence records. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when I met D. Boone, that's the only rock band he knew was Creedence Clearwater Revival. And I right. could not hear the bass in that music, but I could hear yeah. it in Creed. So, okay. So what you set up was like a bunch of matches, like uh, like you were in the wrestling Like race. a wrestling, like a wrestling yeah. thing, yeah. Okay. That's... The British Bulldog against Ricky Scott. You know, I love American <laughs> 70s wrestling. And right. I love My favorite truck. was... Uh... I love, when I think of you, Mike, I think of a big old monster truck. Crushing, <laughs> crushing corporate culture. <laughs> um, uh, uh, See, I, I uh, want another collaboration. It's only because you did it for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, fucking... All payment, made a mistake ain't, there. It's all payment ain't in the coin, Mark. <laughs> and um, I'm a, uh, Don Morocco, that was my favorite wrestler. Also, uh, Terry Funk, I liked. Uh, part of the Funk? Funk there was a wrestler called Funk. Yeah, it, was a, it was a family from Texas. Terry Funk, Dory Funk. Yeah, it was a, kind of a dynasty. Wicked. You know, the old wrestling used to be very regional in the United States. Before yes, this, it is in England. This clown that took England. over... Uh, you know, his, his his father, actually, his father was like the Northeast region. It was all territories. And then he, yeah. along with steroids and all this weird ass, uh, they ruined it. He ruined it. But before that, it was way more regional and, and way more uh, fit like uh, the area where it was coming from. Well, in England, they used to have, they used to, somebody used to stand in the street, like the strong, the local strongman, and people used to pay Ten pound or ten shillings or whatever it was at the time to try and knock him out. <laughs> just like street street brawls. I mean, my uncles were boxers. You know, it's just like it's crazy, crazy. I it was, heard it about was a sport. The, it was a really pardon. I heard about this kind of thing that would happen in Moscow too. The guys would just fight. Yeah, <laughs> just right, right by the river there. They just you know, and rich man, poor man. You know, it was all this. Yeah, why, why not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Look, you gave I me like this. the Iranian wrestling when they cover themselves in in like lube. Oh yeah, of course, of course. You got you got to be lubed, dude. Stay lubed. Now you gave me this Stay music lubed. here, "Battle for the Mind." Speaking of uh, the Stooges had a song, didn't they? Oh, get loose, not get not get lubed. 
I saw a birthday party do that song at the Roxy. Oh, in my Hollywood. God. Birthday party. Only time well, I got to see him play. Did you have a, was Tracy that, was, Pugh. Was, Tracy he was rocking Pugh. the cowboy Pugh. hat and grinding what on those he was, hips. He was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I loved him. Loved him. Uh, a big student of his was Mr. David Sims in the Jesus Lizard. Anyway, I okay. want to play this Battle for the Mind. This is you and Peter Harris Bomb Art Remix. Why do I have to stand and take the blame for your sins again?
Shadow. Live from Pedro Show, that chunk of music started off. Mark Stewart, Peter Harris, Bob Art Mix, Remix. I guess it's called Lesson 7. Lesson 7 is the band. And yeah, it's the okay. band of Scott Crow, who's like one of the most famous anarchist writers in, in the States, right? Yeah. And he is setting up this new... I wouldn't even call it a label. It's like a. It's like seizing the means of, of of power, called emergency hearts. And like me and Mark from Consolidated, there's amazing girl called Sign. You know, everybody's we're all messing in. It really reminds me of the early days of Rough Trade. Ah, when everybody, it's what you put. It's like being on a boat. It's 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 what you put into the thing is how far we'll go, and everybody has to roll up their sleeves and have a go. You know. Sure, sure. But it's like artists supporting each other because. You know, to a certain extent, with all this social media, people are sort of competing against each other and everybody's trying to be their own label. Yeah. I think if we all work under the same... Un- I'm used to, like, doing package tours with Gang of Four and the Slits. I'm used to people trying to move in together, you know, move sure. forwards together, even if you've got different ideas, you know. Right, right. Instead of, like, uh, yeah... So, otherwise, everybody's an island. Cutting each other's throat. their yeah. own shit. It's a bit like, you know... Island. Island mentality, yeah. Yep. Uh, after that, we had God Boy Voices. Bob Paul is going to do... I mean, this guy puts out records every other month. Redevelop is his new single. High Quick Crack after that out of Texas. Dark Alliance. Uh, Rock, Kalam, Bob Moses with Damon Smith. Not the Bob Moses. Not Souls of Chaos. Not the Jazz Bob Moses. Yes. Oh, that is so weird. Peace, that is pure circle number two. Well, Damon Smith... Damon Smith's a string pl- bass player, and he's a younger man than me, but he got on this quest to search out these cats. And you just don't that meet them, incredible. but you, you also Honestly, go and play with them. Chaos, Bob Moses right in front of me, man. Yeah, You must be playing with a Ouija board or something. You're well, spooky, Watts. <laughs> th- th- this is St. Louis, Missouri, all right? It shows you it's not where you're from, it's where you're at. I think Sly Stone said that. Totally. Uh, Chien knew after that with flames licked the tears from my face, and finally, from you... Mark Stewart, Melander, and Random doing the Leather Strip remix of Cast No Shadow. Now that is Stephen Malander, from Cap- the singer from Cabaret Voltaire. Yeah. And the absolute legendary, the most legendary Mancunian that I know, who is Eric Random, has been there. When we were kids with the pop group, right? We, yeah. Manchester in the post-punk times was more happening than anywhere. Tony Wilson, who went later went on to set Factory Records, was running a tiny little thing in this like workingman's club. He called it the Factory, and he kept on putting us on. And you could see, like you know, Joy Division were in the audience and forming or whatever. Ian came to see, you know, you could see like people looking at you. Then the next week, you'd see them supporting you. You know what it's like, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's like when we went to see the Pistols and stuff. It's quite interesting, but. You know, Manchester was really, really interesting at that stage. You know, and they they really supported. But, but us. was it Cabs? Was it was it um, Cabs Sheffield? Yeah, Eric is from Manchester. Eric Random, and Stephen Mallet from Cabaret Voltaire were from Sheffield. So there were the Cabs in Sheffield. I had that Sheffield. seven inch. Do the Mussolini head kick exactly. <laughs> there was a gang of four in Leeds, and there was us in Bristol, kind of moving forwards together, right? Not the, the big town, right? Is, Mike, 
In, in the old days, it, right? Yeah. The old days, England rock and roll was always London, but this was a change. No, 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 yeah. no, not really. Liverpool for the No, I'm Liverpool talking about was... 60s. I'm talking about 60s rock and roll. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course, Liverpool in the Beatles. Yeah. But, it's it's crazy, crazy. Yeah, but where did they Black move? Mark, where did they move? They didn't stay in Liverpool. They went to Germany and then they went to London. Yeah. And where are you right but, now? Well, that was because where are you right just... now? You're in London. <laughs> no, I'm not in London. I'm oh. not in London. I'm in the countryside. And the good thing that I liked about when. My friends, the Bristol crew, like Massive Attack and Tricky right. and Paul Ted, everybody, we, we, we can now master it. We can do everything in Bristol. We, we've got the control of doing it. We don't have to go to bloody London. We don't right, have to, you know, right. they used to, anyway. So the strange thing was, so I did this collaboration with Cabaret, Mally from Cabaret Voltaire. Mark, can we pick this up? Mark, Mark, can we pick this up? Pardon? Can we pick this up in the second hour? Because we're out of time. It's okay. the end of the first hour, February 17, 2022 edition. Wap Pedro Show. Special guest, Mark Stewart from the countryside in England. Hold time for hour two. February 17, 2022. It's the second hour of the Wap from Pedro Show.
with sadness in my heart and joy in my mind. I thought about the ghosts that we've left behind, with everyone around telling us what to do. With deafening sound, whisper I love you. The fire in your eyes, may it never go out. The sweetness of your tears makes it feel like night. I see no escape from the roles we've always played. What do we have to prove on this judgment day? You're mine now, but you're not my sister. You're mine now, but you're not my slave. You're mine now, but you're not my child. You're mine now, but you're not my slave. You're missing the whole point. You're not my little pet. Don't throw away your life. The game's not over yet. I do not own your soul. Don't want you in a cage. I only want your heart to find a special place. You're mine now, but you're not my sister. You're mine now, but you're not my slave. You're mine, but you're not my child. You're mine now, but you're not my slave. You're missing the whole point. You're not my little pet. Don't throw away your life. The game's not over yet. I do not own your soul. Don't want you in a cage. I only want your heart to find a special place. Sadness in my heart and clouds in my head. I thought about us both and the lives we led. The pages on a book and pictures on a screen. We shape ourselves like clay from someone else's dream. One second you are cast, just like stones at my feet. But I am not a king. Please don't worship me. With everyone around. Telling us what to do with deafening sound. Whisper, I love you.
Pedro Show. We started the second hour off with Birth Center doing crux. Thomas Prendon from D.C. area with, if I was a ledge, would you jump? Ride Nice from Sly and Robbie. We lost brother Robbie. Beautiful bass yeah. man. Beautiful bass man. Nick yeah. Hudson with Not My Slave. And then Stuart Panasonic, Ye Gods with Cursed Child. Please pick up on that spiel I had to most rudely cut you off from. Well, I was saying that to somebody the other day because I was speaking to a, a fair few of you chaps from the colonies, right? Yeah. And I've got a funny feeling that on the Mayflower, that boat that left England to settle America, <laughs> niceties, please and thank you, seem to have been thrown overboard halfway through the journey. Yeah. You know. Terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, so the strangest thing is, so I'm doing this collaboration with with Malander and Random from those post-punk die days, right. Right? right? But the same week, I've been helping behind the scenes with these American guys, who, and one American director and an English guy, who were doing like the ultimate post-punk do documentary. And I've just been hooking them up with mates of mine, you know, people from Public Image and like the like I was saying, Mali from the cabs and people from back in the day that they couldn't get hold of. That was a great bass and, man, uh, Jaw Wobble. Yeah. So this is the interesting thing. So we launched the trailer for the film, which is based on Simon Reynolds' book called Rip It Up, the story of post-punk, on the same day that we launched the, si the single with Cabaret Voltaire and it ran and cast no shadows. So there was like a, a synchronicity across the years. And it was yeah. like post-punk then and post-punk now. Right. And for me, the spirit of like Panasonic and ye gods, a new lad. Right. Right. It's 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 different sounds. And it's not that, you know, post punk for me early on was about being experimental. It wasn't a certain sound. We were punk had blown the doors off and we could do whatever we wanted. We could bring in Tristan Hongsinger, free jazz, you know, metal machine music. It wasn't about it. It wasn't a form. It wasn't. It, it was un, un, unconstrained. It was about experimenting. Yeah, let the freak flag fly. Exactly, which is what I I, I try and still do every day. I mean, Absolute. it makes it difficult to eat because you drop stuff, <laughs> but there you go. <laughs> so what about this, this birth center? Right, that's another clue. All you already from, gave from, me, it just says, audio project from multimedia artist Milo Harkness-Smith. Right. This is another of these amazing things that Scott's putting out on Emergency Heart. He's done this compilation as well of like unknown, rare Texas experimental stuff from the post-punk periods. It's a treasure trove of really cool stuff. Oh, I'll tell great. you, it's, I recommend the label not just being on it. It's the sort of thing, you know, you know, suddenly I've discovered all this stuff of like a couple of mates in Eastern Europe. You know, I, it's kind of like crate digging. But when you suddenly find a vein of gold you know sure sure absolutely it's a mind blow yeah and then uh there's the consequences <laughs> look you gave me desolate district from sign let's uh, listen to this she's a talent
written in smoke You force the energy, stop and soak You misread crime when you look at decline Desolate district, dissolute signs
show that chunk of music started off with desolate district the meat beat manifesto dub remix from sign then we had big old piece called san pedro to tolone tolone to san pedro well, it was on the last edition so this is something from your neighborhood this is me with my second man and my missing man and el sonio de manayo the two italian guys i play with Oh, great. With a French band, because the big Navy town in France is Toulon, right? In the Mediterranean. Yeah. So it was kind of a connect. And what, what we did because of the situation, right? Trading files, right? Why right. sit on our hands and, and just complain and whine, bellyache? So, I can't know, imagine you doing that, Mike. No, I didn't. I did. And here's one of the results <laughs> of that. <laughs> then we had Ray Shin with uh, Cassius <laughs> Builds an Underwater Shelter. And finally... Sexy finger. You built an underwater shelter. Well, that's what he titled it, right? You can't copyright. I wonder where you were transmitting from. No, this is Ray Shin. This is a cat up in Reno. Uh, And then, oh, are you? (laughs) 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 Then, sexy finger champs with go robot go. Enlighten us. This is one of those expensive phone lines. Okay. You never, you, you never normally call me sexy. You must want something. No, anyway, this is, sorry, I'm joking. This is, this is the title of some music you gave me, Mark. Right. I, I got, remember, I did, 
I didn't get thrown over the side of that Mayflower. So please and thank you. I, I still use those words. I still use them. In fact, I like those words. You know, I seen some dude that that taco truck or something. You know, two tacos. Well, you want them to spit in it? You know, please, two tacos. Okay, okay so enlighten us to this uh, sexy finger chance. But no, first sign. You said sign is a talent. Yeah. She is... It's something very, very weird. Again, it's like a weird kind of psychic connection through another connection. Somebody I, I, I was aware of, you know, I knew of Meat Beef since time, right? Yeah. They they move over to the States and they were the, some of the pioneers of like the early techno scene over there. They had this tune that went Babylon, which the Chemical Brothers just ripped off and took to pieces. And then Jack worked <laughs> on this for the Matrix, right? He's a huge influence on Trent Reznor and that whole scene. Right. Okay. And he's a lovely guy. Right. And he's a very good friend of, 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 of Mark Pistel from Consolidated. And so suddenly Jack is doing a remix of this of, the, of this sign girl. And I look at the video and the video is mind blowing. It's like exactly how I felt in the first lockdown. It's like this guy going on this alien planet, a bit Blade Runner, a bit Femrock. And I just completely connected with it. And you know what it's like when. I remember you saying to me something about seeing the sleeve of Y or something when you were a kid, when you when you just feel some connection to something, but you don't, you know, just just weird. It was right? a trip. When I saw Y, that cover blew my mind. Right. It well, when I saw my mind. video for this track, it had exactly the same effect. It, it blew my mind. It was like hearing Sun Ra doing the Batman scene. It's too. trippy. You know? you know, there was a street, that record store I saw it in was Zed of London, it was called. And oh, right. I, I went. I hadn't been on this street in Long Beach, Seventh Street, in many, many years. And just last week, I, I was going to practice. I, I, with Hodge for this tour coming up, I tr tried a different route. And I was on that street. And I went past that store where it was. Where it was. I, I remember seeing my eyes first looking at that album cover. I, 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 I know exactly. And we're talking forty-five <laughs> years ago. What, or forty-four years ago, or something. Oh man, what a what a trip! So so so, what about sexy finger champs? You have to. I, you, you you've got the spiel on that. I do. I do got a spiel here. It says from Austin, Texas. Again, that's where emergency hearts are based. Okay, okay. It's you got here regional punk rock classic from the nineties. Right. God, when I think of the nineties, I don't think of old days. <laughs> Well, you know what I mean? I just don't. I know it's 30 years ago and shit, 25 years. But for some reason, I, don't, I just For me, don't. time is a circle. Not, I don't, I'm not so linear. Everything is ever, you know, I, I look at it, there's this quantum sense. Yeah. So you're off on a tour, are you, Mike? In uh, th three and a half weeks. Wicked. If you call tour more than a month, it'll be my 68th. Only 68 more to go. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's going to be 48 gigs in 48 days. I'm helping out this and guy. And you're driving as well, right? I'm dry, doing all the driving. I'm using my boat, uh, Econo Line E350. and uh, But it's not my band. It's Mike Baguetta's project called Mainstream Stop Valve. Steve Hodges, who did 13 years with Mavis Staples on drums, should be interested. We're doing the practice right now for him. 13 years with Mavis Staples? Yeah, that's what he did. Wow. Before that, he worked with Tom Waits. He's wow. on my first opera. Steve Hodges. I could guy. tell you a story. Yesterday, about, wait, yesterday wait, he turned wow. seventy years old. I've you know got that some number very seventy. Information on Tom Waits, but I can't say it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's all right because we're at the end of the 
second hour. February 17, uh, 2022. Uh, so you're playing right Where are you playing? I'm going to get to that next hour. <laughs> Hold tight. Special guest Mark Stewart. Hold tight. Fire three. February 17, 2022. It's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro show.
interested in your setup. Sorry, there's nothing in it for me. Time to get up. My territory ain't your territory. You very corny. Don't try to say it's better for me. Who's in the right? You wanna just kick off your shoes in my house and just do what you like. Like you don't see us, you're losing your sight. We used to be nice, now if you didn't take a Start off the third hour, Musica Sin Fronteras, the th- R34L mix. Yes. Which might be real, <laughs> might be a code. Rubber O Cement with Oral Game Side Effects of Pala Furman. Muskeg Mud Suck with Flatten I Remain. Ratchet Orchestra with Wish Part 2. Shenandoah, that's Part 2 from Miriam Gendron, also from. Montreal, Quebecois. Rebellion from Mark Pistol Emergency Hearts Riot Mix. Remix. Wicked. And this is Angela Moore and Brand New Step. Angela Moore, people, singer, sax man for Fishbone. Great oh, band. wow. Yeah. I played with Fishbone. Wicked. Great, great bass man. Uh, Nor- yeah. Norwood. Yeah. Did you know Bad Brains? Absolutely. Played a lot of gigs with him. Great. And uh, incredible band, one of the best frontmen ever, HR. Yeah. Oh my God, this guy could do a backflip, and right on the downbeat, yeah. <laughs> he could work a room. And that what they played Gigi so Allen? great. You ever played with Gigi Allen? No, I didn't. <laughs> Jay Maskus did. <laughs> Said there was an odor to it. 
So, <laughs> so tell, tell, tell me about this music, uh, Sin Frontiers, uh, Fronteras. You said you were asked for a title. Yeah, this is for one of Adrian's projects. It's not coming out yet. And that is the craziest thing as well, because we're doing we're doing our first gigs for ages. We're doing a, a on you special. We had these package tours back in the day called sure. uh, Pay It All Back, right? And we've right. got one in London, which is me with the Mafia, with Doug and Keith LeBlanc and Skip, right? And Adrian sing it. And uh, Horace Andy, African Head Charge. I mean, the, the, the it's a real, like, the whole evening is just full of, like cool people like i'm saying like one of those package tours like when Jimi hendrix used to play with the monkeys and lulu you know i love that shit when people <laughs> there's all different things going on over the night yeah yeah absolutely why why have 10 versions of the same fucking band yeah <laughs> you know oh marketing branding whatever the fuck, fuck that jive so uh are you talking new age steppers yes okay that was a trippy album. I didn't know it was a real band. I thought it was more of a proj. Well, it's a little bit of both. And the, the, the cool guy on that was Keith Levine from Public Image. Who's still, I was talking to him just now. He's still a very, very close friend of mine. Guitar you know what it's like? I didn't actually meet him to do with music, although we played with Public Image a few times, right? I met him on the street outside a gig at the Marquee, and I was just chatting to him, and he started talking about UFOs. And me and Keith have just... We just bonded, like meeting somebody at a bus stop. And it's not really to do with being in bands or anything. Wow. He's a bright mind. I mean, he's right out there on the crypto frontier, you know. Is that right? Yeah, I haven't heard from him in a long time. Is he oh, still doing music? I got, him, I got him on that Politics of Envy album. And honestly, he's one of the, he doesn't know it. It's a bit like Vernon's. One of those guys, you give them, you know, they could get a, they could get a melody out of a tea bag. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. He just picked up some guitar and he didn't even know. I just take it, take it. And just like they said, that light pulls out of him, Mike. Yeah, we call him a natural. He's a natural. Yeah. 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 And so, well, what about this? Uh, you were mentioning. And I heard Vernon Reed tuning up once. I was helping produce a Living Color record, right? Yeah. And I heard Vernon writing some songs. And I heard Vernon tuning up. And it was mind-blowing. It was beyond Hendrix or, you know, it was the most mind-blowing stuff. But they they deliberately don't, they go against, you know, it's like what Ornette said. You learn everything to unlearn it. You know, Good it's point. so strange. It's like, I don't know. It's 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 crazy. They don't, Speaking I, I, of learning, one time Vernon asked me some festival. I was working with the Stooges, helping them out. He said, will you teach me how to play chess? And I'm thinking, Vernon Reed don't know how to play chess? Yeah. I wonder if he was fucking with me. I never got to no. teach him. <laughs> but when we were in New York with the pop group, that, that Black Rock Coalition, I, yeah, I found yeah. it really, really interesting. 24-7 Spy, sure, those sure. guys, I found that whole scene really interesting, you know. The West Coast uh, chapter had Fishbone. Right, right. Well, yeah. the New York, and there was Basquet was to do with it. It was quite interesting yeah, what was going on, you know. Absolutely. Quite, that, that period in New York when early hip-hop, I was going to some block parties listening to Kiss FM, and, uh, you know, Red Alert and Bambata's crew, that mixture, you didn't, it wasn't really documented very well, but like the, no. the proper beginning of hip hop and the crash with the art scene and the, you know, you see the top end of it, but the, it was buzzy. Well, uh, you were hearing uh, stuff speaking in Speaking of that, Mark, we was it part of that crew when that New Age Stepper thing was happening? One of the, yeah. the last poet guys? Didn't he hang yeah, Jalal. Jalal. Yeah, Jalal. He ended up living in Bristol. He died recently. One of my lovely bloke. 
Yeah. Except the last prophets, uh, the last poets, right? right? And the bass player from the pop group played with the Watts prophets. I mean, these are the craziest. This is the crazy thing about music. As a 12, 13 year old, you find these records and you and you, you're in awe of these things. And suddenly, right. for me, suddenly I'm sitting having high tea with Sun Ra in a hotel. <laughs> I'm thinking, what am I doing here? Or, st- or standing next to David Bowie, nearly wetting my pants. I mean, I don't know how you controlled yourself. Mark, Mark standing- what, what is high tea? High tea is like when you have scones, like tea at the Ritz. You have bone china cups and special little You mean like cakes. fancy ass? Yeah, fancy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you gave me this music here. Uh, Scott Crow and David May doing seconds. Let's listen.
To come again, selector. Where is it? Run a second cut on that one day. Come in. This is a different version. Hear me? Run the tape, my Bridget.
Pedro Show last music from this edition. Seconds, the 112263 mix. Scott Crow, David May. Stobbits and Waterhouse after that with Altamont on Appleton. And finally, the pop group with the Dennis Bovell dub version of She Is Beyond Good and Evil. Now, I, I got this single, but I got it after the album. The first thing I got right. was the Y album. Yeah. And it had this bitching uh, instrumental on the other side. Which is the A side backwards. The engineer was running the tape backwards, and the and the speakers were on by mistake. And I said, "Oh my god, that sounds like Noi." I said, "That sounds like Noi, like Michael Rota or something." I thought it sounded really motoric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and it was late at night, and Dennis said, "Let's put a rhythm on it." We got a Pepsi, a Pepsi can. When you a a, a, a empty Pepsi can, and you can when you click it up and top the. You know, we just put a rhythm on, so the, it's like time going backwards and forwards at the same time, which is like the story of my life, you know. And also the title, it was some kind of number, right? Like a time. It was a number, it yeah. was the length of the song. That's right. Three minutes That's 38. Right. That's it, yeah. Very clever. Some kind of spooky numerology, dude. Yeah, absolutely. And now you were saying off air, people, I don't want to waste it on what, but you, you want to give a shout out to somebody. I want to give a shout out to the guy that <clears throat> that gave me spiritual and uplifting uh, nutriment during during the the early day times of the lockdown over here, and is Scott Crow. And me and him together, this thing, this emergency heart thing, we're with a lot of other with the help from every artist involved, is pulling their weight, and I think we're setting up something which could be amazing. And I'd like to thank Scott on the air. Right. Thank you. 
let Watts thank him also. <laughs> and what about David May? David May is a very close friend of Scott who passed away. And Scott's oh, been keep going through all his tapes and all his hard drives and curating it and documenting it all. Man. I know. It's, it's, losing people has always been hard for me. I never get used to it, but I guess, yeah, that's just the way, especially. I'm crap, though. I mean, never invite me to a funeral. I mean, obviously you couldn't, but I mean, I've just got, they call it gallows humor. I used to go to this working men clubs. My, you know, I, I, I love hold, hanging around with old guys, especially yeah. old merchant seamen. You know, I'm in a port as well. and just hanging around with old sailors and they're these yeah. working men's clubs, right? So one of my uncle's mates would come in and say, oh, I've just lost my wife. And I always wanted to say, well, where did you last see her? You know? <laughs> Gallows humor. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I wrote this but song. I that, so people don't understand that punk was very humorous. Oh, they, absolutely. We... I, I, I totally, that was one of the things that attracted me to that movement. To the it was laughing, giggling, it was taking the piss, it was so irreverent. But people look back at his journalists that made it serious. We were, there was God, so even much the punk. name. Somebody Can you imagine calling your scene punk? You know, that word is really bad here. It, it's yeah. a guy who gets fucked in jail for cigarettes. Right. <laughs> Why would you call your music this? Well. <laughs> but when I saw it, I thought, you know what? They just want a parallel universe. They want to yeah. have their own rules. Yeah, I never thought totally, it was totally, totally, yeah. totally. And the it was, it was, it was, it was human to th the three hundred and sixty Fahrenheit. You know, sure. When I was at, when I was about six or seven, I used to just like, I, you know, I used to just work myself into a frenzy, like hyperventilating. But you could do that at every gig. You could just jump up and down for hours. You know, you could really let off steam. People are so like constrained these days. You know. Yeah, well, I, I do the, think... Uncle, you're still a punk, aren't you? What? Yeah, I still am. And, I, and I'll tell you, that, that, that hatch didn't get all the way shut because there are things... I mean, I, I have people on my show, they wrote songs right from... The, they're not copying off records like we did as teenagers. There was changes. I think there was some institutional change because of that movement. Yeah. And, yeah, things aren't exactly... You can't ever have the old days. Maybe you don't want to, <laughs> but you're not in charge of that anyway. But things, you, like they say in a, in a courtroom, you can't unring the bell. No, exactly. You can't unring the bell. And I'm, I'm, you know, somebody said to me, your optimism is contagious, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And my mum was saying, I've been through a war and my dad had Messerschmitt shooting him on the way to school. I mean, you know. I'm up for the crack this year. Come hell or high water, we're going to have a laugh. Okay. You know. And you want to know about my tour, okay? Where, where do yes. I play first? It's going to be in Pedro. Yes. And then 48 gigs later, hopefully I get back to Pedro. <laughs> Dude. The way, though, uh, here's the way I use, here's the way I usually tour the U.S. Pairs of pants, those little tangers you wear, those little... Levi. Tank, the tankini, I remember that tankini you had. Yeah, but I'm always a Levi man. Those are always the pants I wear. And the way I tour U.S., if it's springtime, like this one's going to be, I go clockwise. Cause you you turn get the up. pants around. Well, you want to wait for the north to, uh, no, we're talking about logistics. <laughs> the pants. Remember those guys? Where were those kids? There was these two rapper kids out of Atlanta where they wore their pants backwards. Right? Two live crews of it, yeah. No, they're Florida. 
Oh, Atlanta, right. Yeah, Atlanta was... Chris uh, Cross, and they, Chris and they, Cross. Yeah, they were like boys, like John, eight or nine John, years John, old yeah, or something. Little teenagers, they yeah. were great, great yeah, tune. Right, right, right. House of Pain. Luke Skywalker was... Uh, House of Pain, they were good lads. Yeah, yeah. But when I first saw Ari from the Slits, there was a very early Clash gig, right? And suddenly yeah. this 14-year-old girl jumped up on stage with a pair of men's Superman nylon underpants pulled up over her tights and started screaming i thought that is a, she's a cool woman Charlie's you know i made friends with her a bit later but what what a nerve we lost her right cancer got her what a character i mean you know for me for me no, i saw I, them when get this when i saw them they played the whiskey and the drummer man was your drummer man exactly it wasn't the Bruce. guy from the album it wasn't budgie bruce bruce smith and that's he plays right with john Lydon now he plays in public image as well yeah okay okay I saw him. He played so great. That is a bitchin' album. It's called Cut, I think. Yeah, yeah. And Tessa, the bass player, I was talking to her just now. She's a talent. I mean, it's amazing. There was some, you know, and there's this other girl, Judy Nylon, who was in this band called Snatch with Patty Paladin, who I love, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember them. Polystyrene. Yeah, yeah. x Specs. I mean, you L know. Laura Logic, her sax player. I was talking about them as well. Somebody, a friend of mine who's working on this, on this post-punk film, they're talking to all these people. I said he, he found Laura. He found uh, this guy, girl called Linda, who was in this thing called Ludus. I mean, it's really cool. Really, he's digging out some really cool people, you know. And the craziest thing is, for example, people like Kanye West. Kanye West is a crate digger. He was wearing one of my t-shirts, Beyond Good and Evil, t t evil t-shirt, and he knows about these weird post-punk tracks. Like, well, there's another lot called Rima Rima from Man Man Manchester. Those, the hip-hop guys, like DJ Shadow, I remember for a weird sound. I remember that band. Yeah, yeah. There was a record store. The other one I went to, the Long Beach was closer, of course, so Zed of London. But there was one in Hollywood called Vinyl Fetish. Yeah. And Henry and Joseph ran that place and they had that Rima Rima record. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, it was like well to me it's still the definition of bunk. It's not really a sound. Every band was its own trip. Totally. You know? Totally. I just yeah, I just can't so such a flourishing. I mean that's why this post punk documentary is so interesting. Does it have a name yet? So many different people were nobody was copying each other. Some in punk, some of the bands sounded a lot like each other to a certain extent. But oh, yeah, yeah. like I'm saying, that took off the chains, took off the chat shackles. We could do anything we wanted. And everybody was completely different. Everybody's asserting their own, going off wherever they wanted, right? Yeah. And what yeah. I'm trying to do with this record, this versus record, is exactly the same. It's such a each track is so different to to the track next to it. It's like turning around a thousand degrees and suddenly you know i've got this thing about flipping the script you know sure. you know throws these i ching strategies or something i just i do it deliberately i don't you don't know where you're going but it's change is good you know absolutely absolutely what, does this documentary have a name yet it's called rip it up rip it up simon, it's based on the simon reynolds book rip it up and start start again there's an 18 minute trailer which we've i think there was a damn song called smash it up yeah and Rip It Up was an Orange Juice song who Dennis Bavel produced. Rip it up and start again. Yeah. Edwin orange Collins. Juice, yeah. Like kind of a Scottish guys, right? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. God, my memory. You, you bring stuff back. Anyway, and, and you said Simon Reynolds wrote a book that it's based on? Yeah, it's called Rip It Up. It was, okay. the defi it was a definitive thing on, on post-punk. Okay. Yeah, it's scary about some of those books. You know, what, what was that one? Lipstick Traces? 
Yeah, Grail. Yeah, but I I don't know about that kind of stuff. I think something like Please Kill Me is better, where you just have the people talking from those days. Yeah, you know I like I mean? that crew. I met them the last time I was in New York. Legs, Legs McNeil? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminds me, because we used to get Punk Magazine. We got Cream a couple of times. You know, sometimes... some. Because we were really into Marvel comics, you know, and I used to love the Bazooka Joe adverts, and we always wanted to send off of a Bazooka Joe T-shirt and those weird little those monkeys that you that grow in water. What the <laughs> sea heck monkeys, that? yeah, they weren't monkeys. They were like I think it's brine shrimp, <laughs> and they're dehydrated. So when you put them in the water, yeah, they'd come alive. They had them they with like little top hats and shit. You, you, you've seen what happened? Oh, wicked. <laughs> Yeah, I remember seeing those in the back of the comic books, too. Those but, adverts, I loved them. I loved them. So we were really into Marvel, right? And then yeah. now and again, you'd find, like, was it, there was Cream. There was another one from Detroit. which yeah, It was Cream. Andy Warhol's interview. Actually, those little comics were in the bubble gum. Yeah. <laughs> Wrapped around Bazooka Joe bubblegum. Yeah. That's you right. Had to get so many, you had Bazooka. to get so many rappers to get one of those T-shirts. That's right. That's right. The guy wore his shirt over his mouth, like over his chin. He looked a bit like a sailor, didn't he? What an image. I love that. Proper. Doctor Strange. Yeah. I love having you on the show. I can't wait to have you back, Mark. We're run out of time, but... I better hurry up and make another record then, haven't I, Mike? That's right. That's right. Anytime the invite is always open. Anytime you want, every time. Let's do a cookery show next time. (laughs) Yeah, I've been cooking a lot lately. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> you cook it on gas? <laughs> no, nah, it's electric. <laughs> it came with the pad. It's an apartment. Huh? Anyway, you're beautiful and you're a huge inspiration to me. Thank you so much. Straight back at you, Mike. Love okay. you. Love you back. People, it's been January, February 17, 2022 edition. Wapito Shukin, you're powder dry. <laughs>